Hi everyone and welcome back to the pod 10 Things I Hate About an Outlander podcast. Uh, we recorded this episode just after New Year hence uh, Ruth and I wishing each other many happy New Years. Um, this week we're on to season three from the battle joined A Malcolm. Uh, this is really fun recording so hope you enjoy it. We all have our favourite shows but there's always something that comes along that means you like it a little less. The technical term is the scrappy-do effect. Two friends create a safe space to talk about their favourite show, Outlander, all the things they love about it and some of the things they hate. Although we all love Outlander, there are things we hate. Admit it, there's always something. So we've created a safe space, a space for all Outlander lovers to share their dark secrets, but mainly it's a space to share ours. Every week we'll discuss episodes, their themes, feminism, what we love, and every week we'll talk about something we hate. Roger. Yep, we hate him. <laughs> but let's be clear, we don't hate Rick Rankin. We have a clear grasp on reality. So join us, gentle viewer. Join Sharon and Ruth, two England-based Outlander fans, as they discuss love, hate, and time travel. Here we go again. We've started this podcast episode many times and hoping that this many, time we many record. times. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And, and let's hope this is the last time that we say it to each other for 2023. Yeah. <laughs> done now. I'm absolutely done. Um, yeah, sorry. We had a bit of a hiccup trying to record the start of this episode and we're hoping that this is the last one so we can get going. Um, technically this has been a baptism of fire learning to do a podcast for the pair of us yes it absolutely is you know people should just be giving us jobs and money (laughs) for learning how to do a podcast (laughs) to do it and having to listen to yourself as much as we have had to listen to ourselves yeah um usually you know you have a a producer who does work for you but we we do not we are not so lucky we do not Unfortunately, you have to listen to the amount of times I say like over and over again as a as someone from Cork. Um, but yeah, yeah. If, well, if you if you if you, um, if you don't like the sound of your own voice and you want to get over that anxiety, do a podcast. <laughs> you quickly get past that. You do quickly. actually. I didn't think I ever would, but you actually do. Um, but yeah, so we're we're back. We're we're back to, or we're starting, sorry, on season three now. Yeah, I mean it's a new year, it's a new season, season three. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean it's 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 quite. I mean it's quite interesting, I think, because I, I I think um, I was kind of reflecting on this the other day. Like season one, in a strange way, is is kind of you know it's quite conventional, you know. I, I, take out the you know the fantasy sci-fi elements it operates in a in a fairly straightforward way and then season two starts to kind of mess with that like you know you're in the past you're in the future you start to see what is happening and then I think season three even more so you're in Mm -hmm. you know really different you know um to each other because it's quite a brutal start to a season yeah yeah it is yeah it's it's the and I like the way it's it it oh it, it the way you see Jamie leaves the stones and um kind of 
the way the looking back when he reflects back you know he's thinking back mm. about like the whole battle I like the way they do that about him it's him just just thinking back rather than it playing out yeah um which is makes it just that bit more dramatic yeah um but yeah I mean it definitely I think like that ending in season two where she's like on the on the hill on the hillside you you do go into season three going okay is it going to happen and then you just yeah exactly slowly realize like no 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 they're going to make us wait for quite a while yeah I mean it's a proper cliffhanger Mm-hmm. It's season two, the end of season two, and then season three. Like you say, you're you're kind of waiting to see what happens because you 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 have this kind of flashback to her. But it it is a, and in a way, I kind of think that I suppose what I think it does is allow it to. It kind of um, you know. I suppose in a way it's reflecting what we are, you know, we know that they lose the Battle of Culloden. We know mm. that loads of people die and, mm. and all you're kind of really waiting for is to see who lives and who yeah. survives. Um, yeah, that's and, so true. And that is, I, I, I just think it's really like there's, it's really kind of awful mm-hmm. and, um, you know, almost just like the mechanics of war are just are, are just brutal and cruel, mm. um, and stark and cold. Mm. And I think I think that you know, I suppose in a way, it it, it reflects on in the in the war. Um, mm-hmm. You know that kind of you know horribleness of it all. But yeah, I think it's. Um, I think it's a, it was a good way to do it. I think yeah, you know, it was um, good. The flashbacks because you can just yeah. clearly see that he's just having these flashbacks of moments and yeah, um, yeah. I, what did you think of the Jamie and Randall fight? Because uh, he I does mean, flashback to that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's really good that he's you know that 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 he's you know taking part in the battle as it were, mm. and then. And I think that you know that, that so that then then their personal battle is you know and the brutality of that is where the focus lies, as it were. Mm-hmm. So you know it's more you know you see their wounds and their sort of cruelty to each other, and I think that's I think that's yeah. really good. And um, but yeah, it's like Jamie gets his what he's wanted, which is to kill him. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then. Yeah, there's just something I don't I don't know what it is, and and I I think it's very intentional what's done in that like you know Randall reaches for Jamie when he knows like okay this is and he reaches for him, and then they fall on top of each other and it's 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 very almost gentle or something. There's something yeah. very gentle about it and I, I I almost get I'm just so unsatisfied by it. I'm just like why does Randall get his what he wants like. Almost like his dying wishes to die in yeah. Jamie's arms. Yeah. And I, I almost I, feel annoyed by it because I'm like, after everything he's done, <laughs> I just wanted Jamie yeah. to almost stand over him. Yeah. Um, so I just, yeah, I find it something, um, I don't know, yeah, unsatis- yeah, something unsatisfying about it. Yeah. And, and I, I'd go a bit further. I think it's a bit weird. I, mm. I I think it's really weird. I feel like there is an odd symmetry to the mm. end of season one, um, when yeah. Randall rapes Jamie, mm. and um, like yeah, the kind of like you know like falling into each other's arms like lovers, 
and mm. then collapsing the ground. The you know, the, the choreography of that mm-hmm. is, I think, very deliberate. Yeah, and and I think it's a bit weird and creepy. Yeah, um, it was just unsat. Yeah, it was very. I I, I also am like, it, from a physical point of view, has have have you seen the size of this man? I mean, mm. he take him down. It just yeah. doesn't make sense. He's yeah. He hasn't been injured yet. He would take him down, and also given how much he has inside him, how much hatred he has, yeah, inside exactly, him, how much revenge yeah. he has inside him, he has a lot on his side when it comes to yeah. being the one that can overpower. Because Randall yeah. doesn't have that for Jamie; he's already yeah. done everything he can do to him. So, yeah. I yeah, I just find that part um, interesting, but I just I, I, I kind of wanted something a bit more satisfying from it. Yeah, um, and I mean, but, I mean, and, and I know to some degree that it means that it's the reason that Jamie doesn't get kind of killed on the battlefield because he's got a a body of a British true. soldier over his over him, as it were. That's so and true. it makes him appear appear dead. Um but yeah. I still think it, it, it's less about what the end product is and more about how they get there. Like mm-hmm. I say, like like it is very the way they are choreographed to fall together, to like come into each other's arms and fall together mm. is I think deliberately um, like, like lovers. And, and I think that I just find it very strange and I find it, yeah, the symmetry to the, the season one where he, where Randall is raped, like rips and abuses Jamie. And, yeah. and I don't, and, and what I, what makes me uncomfortable, I think is, are we being asked to sympathize with Randall in mm. in his in his death? Do you know mm. what I mean? And mm. and and I really hope we aren't. Mm. Absolutely. I think you know. I, I I don't think he does anything other than kind of kind of look after his brother in a in a way. He doesn't do anything that justifies you to you know to absolutely give him or anything. Absolutely not. Yeah. So yeah, so I yeah, I, I that's the bit that is is yeah, it makes me feel really uncomfortable. And then when you when you watch it again with a kind of an eye like we are doing to talk about it in a podcast, I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is a bit. Oh, this feels wrong. Yeah, yeah, I just kind of feel like can someone give Jamie the upper hand for bloody one? Like, <laughs> for God's sake, yeah. even the revenge he doesn't get to yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like he nearly dies it. himself. Yeah, <laughs> but then, <laughs> like, <that's> just... <laughs> poor yeah. man. Um, yeah, I mean, God, he's been waiting so long. But yeah, <clears throat> otherwise, yeah, the um, yeah, it's it's, and then we, and then we're led on to uh, obviously he sees Claire in this, and he talks about this in later episodes. He sees him, he sees her when he's at his near death yeah. always she's the one yeah. that kind of always appears to him yeah which was i which was a i thought was really nice with the rabbit and or the hare or something in the middle of the field and then you see claire and then yeah. that kind of leads us into um everyone in the barn which is quite tragic and sad oh yeah i mean i think i think the barn scene i think that is done really well because i think that is so tragic but I think one of the things that I, I, you know, I weirdly like about it, although you know it's still going to end in tragedy, is like Rupert being like moved from this place of being mostly a 
kind of comic character mm. to this like leader and you know his stoicism and how he supports all the other men in the barn I just think you know if I was an actor and I was just and I knew that was going to be my last scene I'd be well chuffed yeah he goes out with a bag because yeah he goes out with it you just like what a legend yeah um he's so good in it or even though you know oh just my heart breaks thinking about it I just think it's so sad like all, yeah. all of them, the whole way, uh, the whole process of how it happens and how, you know, having, you know, executing them all. But I just think he is just so lovely in it and just, just gets his, just gets that really great final scene. And yeah, and I, I think, think he's, yeah, it's a great goodbye it. for, for Rupert, oh. given, especially given the way it ended in season two with him and yes. Jamie and yes. which you just don't want to happen. You always want to see them as being, you know, really good friends and stay that way. So that was a really yeah. sad way for that to end. And it's almost like, okay, I'm glad that's not their last interaction. Um, yeah. Which could, which it could very well have been because of exactly. what everyone else on, exactly. you know, on, on, uh, on the Culloden Wars. Um, yeah. I really did like that. Um, yeah. yeah. There, there's some really, that first episode throws a lot of, a lot in there. Um, oh. It does really, it, a lot of, a, a lot of old characters that clearly just, you know, well, not a lot, not a lot, but there's a few old characters that have come in and um, just stayed for just even the first half of an episode, yeah. which is quite interesting. But um, yeah, yeah, and then eventually we see Jamie being carted off. Yeah, um, yeah. And so we know that he, yeah, he has, obviously hasn't, which we already know from the end of the last season. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, there is so much sadness in in that, yeah. and and in, and also in Clara's, you know, so much sadness in what Clara is going through and that loneliness that she's experiencing yeah. in uh, in Boston. And God, it must well, be it's just a very, it's a very yeah. weird thing, isn't it? Because you are grieving for someone, but you can't tell anybody. Yeah, and you can't talk horrible. about it, and you—it's like you're two hundred years in the future, so you—you you, you know they're dead because you're two hundred years in the future. Yeah, but you don't know whether they died then and there. Yeah, and 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 and, and yeah, I just think I think I just think one of the things that they capture really well in this kind of first uh, sort of two or three episodes is just that kind of grief and loneliness of mm. loss. Yeah, uh, and 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 then how they how and where it enables them to connect to people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think even um, Claire connecting with um, oh God, my, why can't I remember character names? Apologies, listeners, you're probably all just screaming at me now. Um, her colleague, uh, when she's the only woman and he's the only black. Um, yes. medical student yes 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 I, I, I do think he it, calls it, her Lady it, Jane yeah I think I think that it is that sort of Joe, thing that allows that's a Joe, Joe Abernathy yeah, Joe Abernathy yeah just allows her to connect to people because they're lonely in a different you know in a different way they're not necessarily lonely in their wider life but mm-hmm. um so yeah I just think I just think that there's so much kind of like sadness and loneliness but in, you know what? Like really like little tiny ways that both and of them. What we've experience. seen with Claire, I think, 
as well wherever she goes, whether it's initially to Lollybrook, initially to um when she's when she's when she's first introduced and then when she goes on to Paris and she there's always this friendship theme mm. that we're following with Claire and very yeah. very less so with Jamie. Yeah. But I found it is a lot less apparent in this in the start of this season, this uh, the first half of the season. Even yeah. like she you know she has that brief interaction with the neighbor who kind of comes in as like, why are you carrying this firewood or whatever? And yeah, talks yeah, about yeah, how yeah. she likes to make sure her husband is happy or whatever. And Claire is like, yeah, yeah couldn't be further from friends. Um, and, and they're and they're almost there to show um, how different she is mm-hmm. from kind of you know a conventional housewife inverted commas in exactly the 50s in the 50s um, yeah so I, I you know it, it's not like you're presented with these people that they're going to be friends it's more they're there to show that she doesn't fit in with yeah. that that world yeah and it, and it shows a very kind of a lonely path with Claire yeah. and whether it's with I found that with Jamie you see those relationships crop up a lot more in that first yeah. half. They seem to be, you know, he seems to have a lot more interaction with new characters and new forms, new friendships, new relationships, a lot more than we usually see it the other way around where yeah. it's almost just Jamie and Myrta and Claire is like, you know, forming all these friendships and yeah. colleagues and everything like that. So it does, it kind of almost makes that sadness and grief yeah. and loneliness just yeah. that much more stark for her that's just made me think that like in the past you know albeit she, you know she has trials and tribulations of this she kind of is respected and listened to and has mm-hmm. a place in that world that's so true yeah albeit she does get accused of being a witch and nearly burned. <laughs> but when she's in her own present day she's very isolated Mm. You know, she doesn't. Um, she doesn't get that respect. Mm. Um, she she isn't listened to. You know, I think. Yeah. Um, I think we. You know, like sort of touching on some of the sort of feminist themes. Very. You know, like her at medical medical school. Like the only person she's engaging with is the other outlier, which is the black. You know, the only black um, student. Um, and when I think. Frank starts his new job and she speaks and the head of department is a right prick mm. and like looks at her like she's stupid and so it's like it's like she doesn't get the respect in present day yeah um, her present day that even when people are being suspicious of her or not trusting her she has these people who respect her and listen to her and trust her and, and yeah I think that's the thing you know it's like you know her her 20 years of not being with Jamie and his 20 years of not being with Jamie, hers feel much more lonely. Mm-hmm. They definitely do. I mean, even though he's, he's like in this horrendous prison. I mean, yeah, a lot of he's it, in a prison yeah. and then he's in a cave. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, him in the cave, I swear. Um, yeah, it, it, absolutely. It is. It it really does. And I think it builds it. And I think the way that builds and builds and builds to, up to that graduation episode. Yeah, I mean, that that is, I find that episode a room full of people, but you're still alone. And that, yeah. 
that's what that episode always makes me think of. Exactly. And 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 just and it gets me every time when when her and Frank have that confrontation. Yeah. And they, you know, and he says, With time, would you not have forgotten him? And she's like, That amount of time doesn't exist. Yeah. And even just saying that now, honestly. Oh, it's a great like my whole body now is just like I'm like I've got like tingles everywhere. I've got goosebumps. Because that line I think is just it's such a great line. It's just it's just so small short and sweet and it's like that sums that up. Yeah. Um I know and almost because she hasn't been able to talk about it for twenty years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then she just sums it up in a few words. Yeah. And I think all that loneliness, that grief, that sadness, that all those themes that take over this first half of the season builds to that. Yeah. And yeah, I think I thought it was just such a great scene to end her and Frank, you know, confronting each other. And and, and we see it as well, like even even not even in those two characters, but also in, you know, the characters they meet, like, um. I can't really think of anyone with Claire, but like with, with Jamie, like with, you know, with Lord, when he meets Lord John and as well, like, you know, that they're able to bond over that loss as yeah. well. Yeah. I bet he lost someone at Claudin that he loved and yeah, it's. um Yeah. Yeah. He it's, has it's that. He has, in a, in a way, he has that sort of therapeutic process because mm-hmm. he has people who he can, um, who can empathise with him, who he's, you know, he's able to talk about the fact yeah. that he, you know, albeit he talks, he cracks on that she's died, but he's able to do that. But she doesn't have that. She yeah. can't say, my husband died, because mm-hmm. she's with her husband. So she, yeah, she just doesn't have that space exactly. at yeah. all. Um, yeah. Yeah, whether he, yeah, even though he doesn't talk about her a lot, he does say, my wife is dead or my wife yeah. is here or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and he has people who, who have, you know, you know, like you say, Lord John losing um, his, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to say partner, his love yeah. um, in the Battle of Culloden. And then yeah. when he meets um, the Dunsonies, the fact that they lost their son. Yeah. Know, he, has, he has these places and people who he's, able to and, and also he's with people who do love him he's with his family mm-hmm. and he's you know his sister and brother-in-law and all and who know Claire and Fergus and all these people who love him and want it Claire know, doesn't have that yeah and he can talk like I mean I know he doesn't choose to do so but he could talk to them about Claire because yeah. they've all know her and they've all met her yeah um but you know, she doesn't have that at all. She's just, you know, she gets to talk about it for like a week and then she's like, no, I'll never mention it again, but I yeah, exactly. you know, I'll keep wearing exactly. his ring. Um, so yeah, that's so true. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it does, it, it's definitely when watching it this time around and with that, like you say, like that eye of chatting about it in this space. Yeah. It's very stark how loneliness and grief and loss is plays a big big part which is which i guess it 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 should do because yeah we're going through the years where they were apart so yeah um, absolutely it's just, it's just, i think they just bring in some additional characters which just make it you know that bit more interesting yeah for sure for yeah. sure and 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 i think they do a really good job 
of you know sort of segueing onto those characters making you know making us think that that murder is dead and then revealing that he's not dead yes i mean you know we've said it before them keeping turning murder into a main character best is one of their best decisions because he's so great he's so great so great um yeah that was so good that was so good that was so clever in the when they're in the prison and yeah yeah, he's just waiting yeah yeah really really chuffed about uh, yeah really chuffed that Murta isn't dead and he's still in it and he's great um yeah he also gets a chat he gets (laughs) (laughs) not the right way not the right word to use (laughs) jamie has another child Mm -hmm. um so he, in in a way, he has you know, in a in a more complicated way, but he does have that parental relationship with a child that he has missed. That you know, he he you know was another thing he was grieving for. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean that. Yeah, that whole um, scene is and and like I think you you wrote this down somewhere as well that like it is it is quite disappointing and there's a couple of sex scenes that we have in these first this, this first few episodes fairly willing to acknowledge which them. one of them we can't read it's just like in the cave which is like which is the most entertaining part of that is the fact that Jamie goes out of the cave to clean up and comes back as if he's literally been to a groomer on like <laughs> Oxford Oxford Street or something. Like honestly, I'm like, where does like he he no more went down to the river to shave. <laughs> it's like, also, it's he like, comes back a new a new man. He's like, it's been to a spa. I mean, you know, you shaving in a river, cold water. <laughs> what shaving foam are you using? <laughs> it's ridiculous. And then he comes back for a bit of sex, which is like, yeah, just obviously, yeah, disappointing that it's it's not, yeah. Him and Claire, and then yeah, anything where somebody where people shave in TV programs and they aren't, you know, and they aren't cut to ribbons (laughs) because they've used like cold water or no shaving foam or no shaving or no heat or whatsoever, and Mm. and they've got this perfect shave. We we were watching me and my husband were watching Bad Sisters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other day and. One of the characters, there's this bit where she is shaving. She's in her living room. She's got shaving foam all over her legs. She's shaving her legs. I can't see any water anywhere. <laughs> and shaving her. Now, what the next scene should show is her with like 10,000 pieces of tissue paper stuck <laughs> to the many, many, many shaving cuts she'll have had if she was doing a dry shave on her entire legs. Not just the bottom half, the entire leg. <laughs> I don't remember the name. I, I remember really, that. The, it, the younger sister. Yeah. yeah, it's like, come on, who are you kidding? We all yeah. know what conditions we need to get a good shave. Yeah, and, and there has and to be a bit of heat and a, a, a stream, a freezing cold stream <laughs> in the Highlands with no shaving foam. And the and then he's, and then he's, and then he's, Yeah, exactly. It's not going to happen. Show us the mechanics of that outline. Yeah, and we'll was, believe you. Is so entertaining just to see him go out and then, but then not, yeah, then he comes back and um, he's, yeah, he has um, sex with the, uh, yeah. I can't remember her name. Um, sorry, 
listeners. Um, but yeah, and then the, obviously the other scene we see is him with the Dunsanies, um when she, um, when yes. Geneva Geneva propositions him, um, which is which is a, a bit better, but obviously it's not him and Claire, so who cares? Um, so it's like a bit like Sandus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, listeners, if you are like. All the sex scenes are great, equally marvellous. Let us know. But we yeah. are, we're not convinced. Yeah. I'm afraid. No. Um, um, but then we do, we do move on to some much better sex scenes from that. Yeah, I mean, do we do we want to stop? Do we want to talk about A. Malcolm now? No, do I think it might it? be a Let's bit too it. soon. <clears throat> Sorry. Might... Sorry, listener. <laughs> we've, te- we've teased you and we're just like no let's cover some other less exciting yeah. subjects the things i will say about when is it the dunsane is i think that i think that whole bit is is pretty good um yeah, it's entertaining for sure it's entertaining i think it's pretty good um i totally forgot that it had the girl who ends up being in sex education um oh which it, one's that one of the sisters the the not the sister... geneva sister the sister that ends up married to Lord John. Yeah, yeah, oh, she's in right. sex education. Yeah, I'd completely forgotten that. And she and she's she's good in this, and she's fabulous in sex education. But that whole bit, I think that's pretty good. Um, but one of the things that I I was thinking, it um, the of lost things episode mm. reminds me of that um, episode from season one where you get Jamie as the voiceover. Okay, yeah, you um, yeah, you wrote you wrote a note by that. Why, yeah. why is that for you? Because I just think it's 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 a strict again. You don't really get episodes because I think it's actually an episode where I don't think Claire appears at all. I might be no. misremembering that, but it is. I think, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's all focused on him. Yeah, and it has his voiceover, which obviously you know we've said before. You don't really get his voiceover that often. Um, oh, do you? I didn't notice that. He's, yeah. he's so he does the voiceover. He has a, a not like all the way through, but he does have a voiceover. And then I just think at the end, when he when he's leaving, when he's leaving the estate and leaving his son, mm. it has a modern song at the end. Yeah. It has a version of Dylan's "A Hard Rain's Gonna Fall." Yeah, and and I just think it's just I just I think they deliberately when it's not got Claire in it when it's not Claire's voiceover. I think they, I feel like they make the to, it, it tonally shifts and like having a, a contemporary song in it, which is something they never do in mm. the, in the past as it were. But they do have a little bit of Claire in that episode. It's, isn't that the one where she's saying goodbye and not, not goodbye, but it's when they find him. Or when they give up hope of him, or something like that. It's like one of those. Yeah, it's one of those episodes where they, yeah, where they finally give up hope or something, yeah, and they're like, yeah, I think you're um, right. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. Free, I think it's Freedom and Whiskey, which is the next episode that yeah. they both, that he's. But it's the one where they're like, right, we've given up hope. So I think, yeah, yeah, they move from yeah. present day to the. It's very yeah. heavy on him, and it's very yeah. heavy on him because yeah. it's the last time we see him. We don't see him again until. A Malcolm. Yes, yeah. And that because right. then, then at the point, yeah. Yeah, because then we go back to the focus on on like her her journey as it were. Mm-hmm. And and you know, obviously we have the whole Frank dying and but also just I mean, 
I mean, I don't know. There's, I think there's a, I think Frank, I don't know whether this is deliberate Mm. and I'd be interested to see what you think, but I think they make less, make Frank less likable. Yeah. Through the first half half of the season. Yeah. They definitely do. Like they definitely with the, the kind of the little, like you can just see that he's, you can see he's like, they shouldn't, you know, it's, it's toxic. Yeah. what they've done, what they've decided to do, and obviously they're just doing it for the for Brianna, and, and um, but it's like she's kind of grinning, you know, gritting, gritting it out, and, and yeah, and kind of grins and bears it. Um, but yeah, he just says some quite nasty things, and also yeah. the thing about like taking Brianna to London, and you're yeah, just like, exactly. and you're just like, dude, what are you? What are you even talking about? You know, yeah. you know when she's when they have that awful fight when she's like, "I'll have a thing to say about adultery," and you almost like, and I don't know why they do that. I don't know why they want us to not be not not so much be on his side, like not to have to take sides, but also to be, you know, the whole thing is just so tragic. Yeah, the whole thing is so tragic that they've lived together this long yeah with them not being in love with each other he's having a whole other affair and is madly in love with someone else and they can't live their you know he he chooses not to yeah. live his life with her and she's let me come back to that memorial scene yeah and 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 you're just like this is really tragic it's like almost like i'm surprised claire you know didn't turn around and be like why didn't you take this by both hands you know having yeah. the opportunity to love someone like this when i can't love the man that i want to love yeah um it's I, just I, so tragic. I, think it, I think there's a bit of this that crops up every so often in other seasons and it always feels a bit jarring um and I won't talk about the other seasons until we get to them um mm. but for this it just feels the makers are being a little bit pious yeah, you know, and I think they make Frank Pius. I think they make Claire because Claire is a medic. She she'll be earning her. She she's a surgeon for fuck's sake. Mm. You know, she'll be earning just as. I mean, I'm guessing she'll be earning, yeah. earning good money. She don't doesn't need to stay with Frank for that reason. I yeah. know it's. I know that it's. You know, divorce then mm. was not as common or as acceptable, but. I just think she's supposed to be this independent woman who yeah. speaks her truth and all of this sort of stuff. And I just find this bit is is like it's trying to be pious, and yeah. therefore it makes the characters not them not their true selves. Yeah. Um. And and as a result, it makes Frank a bit of a villain. Mm. And, and and a bit unnecessary, like yeah, they I mean they have some horrible fights, but I'm just like I kind of I don't know I don't want to go away hating them. I don't have no. I mean much they to could I mean them. they could literally have got like five years into trying to be together mm. and have gone yeah this is a this was a bad idea yeah staying at home with somebody who she doesn't love who she knows doesn't love her anymore. I yeah. think again, like I was saying, like at the beginning, that would have been different because mm. she would have been probably being like, "I have, be- I have kind of betrayed this person. He does still love me. I should try." Mm. But I think after a certain point, they would have both just thought, "Yeah, we don't." Yeah, for sure. Why, why are we torturing each other? Exactly. 
Yeah. So yeah, I just definitely, think definitely those two characters anyway. Yeah. So I just think they did they didn't necessarily need to um yeah. have done have done that. Um yeah. but yeah. yeah. And 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 I think as a result, it you know, it makes you know I, I just think you, you you don't get, you know, Frank who is proud of the fact that she is a combat nurse mm-hmm. wouldn't be the one that then I think is moaning that she's not around. Yeah. That's really irritating. You know, things like that. I just think it just feels a little bit out of character. Yeah. um, It's just like, they're like, what can we do? What can we make him say so that we're not as attached to him or something? Yeah. So I just think that's, that's my little, my little gripes about, about that, that, you know, they just make him a bit villainous. Yeah. Um, Then she moves, she moves on. Yeah. There. I mean, Frank dies. And we don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, and then, you know, I mean, we we go on, we, you know, we go on this kind of, you know, search with her, with Brianna, when Brianna stops being a dick. Um, yeah. Before Roger, Roger. Becomes, before Roger, Roger becomes a, a dick. Before Roger has a, has a personality transplant. Yeah, I mean, this is Roger's sweet sweet spot listener, you know. Yeah, if you are following along, if this you is think as good as that it gets. we've all created Roger, it's not it's not true. It's this this is his good bit. This is this is where he's still being. Yeah, albeit maybe a bit of an insipid character that I don't really care <laughs> about. Not a not a not a character I actively hate. Yeah, so, not yet. Know, yeah, he's you know. He's very good. I do think, you know, I do think there's some slight irritating things about like the things that he wants to find out about about the states. I don't know. Do Americans think we care about lobster rolls? I don't know. <laughs> I've never really thought about that before that episode. I, I still don't really think about it. I am vegetarian, but um, um. that seemed weird to me. But he's not a dick. He's quite helpful. So yeah. And he, yeah, and then yeah, because he's obviously the reason that she goes. Yeah, um, exactly, exactly, exactly. Which is and, yeah, and, and that episode is the one where it's we don't see anything of Jamie. No, and we're into her ba- basically preparing to leave Brianna. Yeah, I mean we have go. we have one of the what I think is they don't do this very often, but when they do it, it really makes me laugh. And they have a montage scene. To the Batman music. Oh, that is so, so random, <laughs> and it just says that because it is it's so random. And I, hey, who doesn't love a montage? And and I love a woman that's very practical that makes an outfit that's got loads of pockets. Hey, we know that most of our listeners are women, yeah, or or or, or people who are non-binary. Yeah, we all love pockets. Yeah, she cr- literally creates an outfit. That's a utility suit <laughs> with many, many pockets. I mean, what other theme and tune you, would you put it to? It, it's genius. The person who came up with that should d- be dining out on that yeah. every every night of the week. And if they're not, there's no justice in this world. Absolutely. Yeah, 100% agree. It's, that it's so rad. When I, when I saw that for the first time, I was like, what's, what's happening there? Yeah, exactly. What's happening? But I'm here for it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, it's great. And I, and I do love that, the way she's like, it she goes from her praying to go, they do the Christmas presents thing. Yeah. And then she goes to 
by herself. And I remember this, like watching it going, oh, please don't tell me that we have to, there's this whole, like the, the next six episodes of the season are her making her way through Scotland, trying to find him. Yeah. And coming, like getting captured. And yeah, exactly. That's literally, I was like dreading it. But I just, I really like the way that she looks in the puddle in yeah. the taxi. And then, we're, and then, and then we're she there. steps into. Yeah. It's, it's really great. Um, because I think we're introduced to young Ian and who I yes. think is a great, a, one of my favourite characters. Um, yeah. You'll He's go so good. into the Hogmanay special. Um, yeah. So good. Such a good introduction in this. I just think, yeah, just mwah, brilliant. Yeah. Old, for, old, for, old, or slash big Fergus. <laughs> um. Uh, you know, just, yeah, I just think it's really good. I just think it's really good how we, you know, we're brought in. I think, I feel like we're brought into that world really quickly. Mm. And <clears throat> that's the thing that they do really well. You're, you're there, you know, what's going on really quickly. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, you're kind of, you, you, you know, you're a few steps ahead of where Claire is, as it were. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you're also, I mean, when we watched it, when it was, actually being released at the time remember we had that two-week break yeah which was just so hard between episode the freedom and whiskey episode and the a malcolm episode which was just like absolute torture yeah it was i can't believe they're doing this to us yeah i mean talk about a cliffhanger oh it's so good i like I, I remember because you watched it before me and you messaged me going, wait, you will die. You will die. <laughs> you were just like, you will actually die. And I just remember being like, I was looking at the screen and my husband was there and I was like, oh, oh my God, Mitch, there's only three minutes left and they haven't met yet. What does this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I, you know, I love a cliffhanger and that was a cliffhanger and a half. Yeah, it was yeah, so it was good. It was just the fact that he they they made him faint. It was just brilliant. Yeah, I mean, they're making him faint. I think that was really good, and I think that's something that they do really well with Jamie's character is all the things that you know he is this kind of um, very masculine, um, heroic character. Yeah, but they bring and they build in all these vulnerabilities to mm-hmm. him. So, yeah. you know, like how much he grieves for her, how much he um, misses her and, you know, and then things like fainting. And I just think, I, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, they are playing us all and that's fine. I'm, I'm here for it. It's not a problem. Yeah. I'm happy to be played. <laughs> but, you know, they do create this man that women do want, this, this mm. complex mix of, you know, vulnerability and masculinity and, um, and I don't think many people get that right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know we talk about this um, and uh, every so often and people might just think, oh, I keep mentioning that program again. But I do think Logan in Veronica Mars is another good example of that. Yeah. Of that blend Absolutely. Of, of masculinity and vulnerability. Um, yeah. And, and, and it, yeah, Sam Hewen does think, it so well. Yeah. I mean, he does it so well. And I think the writers do it really well. They don't over egg the custard. It, you know, it's, yeah. it's great. And so, yeah, having him faint at the end yeah. of an episode is absolutely genius. So good. Yeah. It was so good. And then we're brought into like one of the best, um, one of the, I think our favorite episode, obviously, from season three and 
one of our favorite episodes, I think, of all of Outlander is is when they see each other again. I think it's yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it doesn't disappoint. All the weird emotions that I think would be going on, they get in there, you know. So like that that joy that that you found each other again, and that this has happened when you something has happened that you didn't think would ever happen, mm. and but then all the kind of trying to catch up but then also like the bit where he's like why are you here yeah why you know that episode is that bit that little bit of that conversation of both of their insecurities mm. playing out playing out with on one another yeah yeah it's just it's just really well done yeah it's really as, well done as, as the audience you're like what, what are you kidding yeah, exactly. Why do you think she's there? Yeah. Um, but you never, I guess we never expect him to, it's almost like you just expect them to see each other and fall into each other's arms. But like exactly. him but to, that, to question you wouldn't, it. You wouldn't feel that way. You would be like a nervous. Exactly. You know, I just think, I just think it's so well done. And yeah. then, and then when they do um, finally have that time, you know, time together. I mean, even that has that roller coaster journey. Mm. But, uh, you know, uh, just the fact that I think that the, they made it like a mirror of the, of wedding, the wedding episode, like having the meal mm. and then undressing one another. Mm. Just, I just think it's really good. I just think it's really, and yet again, you know, those two are so good, but y- you genuinely um, feel how much they want each other but then they still throw in little comedy bits like where they where they headbutt each other oh it's so good where she thinks she's broken her nose <laughs> yeah and all it's that. so funny it's, it's so good it's such a clever way because it's like that is that stumbling is yeah, just something exactly. that would happen so that's exactly. really good and and it's and that is good that is confident writing you know yeah to, to feel that you can go no no i'm gonna keep that i'm gonna keep them waiting a bit longer yeah I'm going yeah, to, just really one good. more minute. Yeah, um, but it means you know, but it it means you become more invested in it. You believe it more. Um, it feels more real. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it it's, was really good. I think. Yeah, they they did that. They definitely after waiting for so long. I think we 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 the audience got what they wanted. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just. The way you know they have like very intimate moments after that. Obviously, that's the initial um, frantic romp or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, and then they just have a lot of like intimate moments after that, which is yeah. quite quite a nice addition. Um, and again, like you say, you definitely feel like they're they just want each other. They're so passionate. Yeah. Um, it's so good. Um, really, really good episode. Really enjoyed it. Um, and it's almost like they were wait. It was it was almost that's what the what like she says in it. It's at the forefront of both their minds, and until it happens, they almost can't relax. Yeah, and, and kind of have honest conversations almost yeah. until they like get this out of the way. So should we should we talk a little bit about the the feminist themes of which there are quite a few? Yeah, I think it's really good that they sh- they don't kind of make the the Claire's present theme all like oh well it's it's far better than the 17th you know 17th century it still shows you know like like the scene where her where frank's new boss is is like 
oh god he's a right so dick annoying. to her and like she's yeah. you know, she's having you know he's really patronizing to her mm. and and that and that she's kind of back to you know this like almost like she's lost like where she's you know there's lots of scenes of her when she's pregnant and being um in a domestic setting and like she's like she's lost yeah. like she's lost any purpose and yeah and it's funny because even in the past like okay yeah she she had all this additional knowledge which kind of gave her the status but mm. also Jamie used to speak up for her and yeah for, you know he would like not for her not I don't mean like that I mean like he would like say actually you know even when he's with his grandfather and she, yeah. he's talking about her in a way and, and he's like oh yeah go on try her give it a go yeah you know, he almost like Egan saying like you have no idea what my wife is capable of because she's yeah. she is like a superior being which we all know she is in Jamie's eyes but Frank just stands there and doesn't yeah. really say actually my wife is very well educated and and you just feel like if the, if the tables were turned, Jamie would be the one standing up. So that, I, yeah, that it's it's almost like, you know, adds fuel to the fire. The fact that he yeah. just stands there and says nothing. And you get the same, yeah. and it's the same with the OBGYN when she's, you know, completely ignoring her wishes, which yeah. drives me really, really crazy um, when she's in, in labor. And um, yeah, just, I could talk about this for three hours about, yeah, just it's like, yeah, well, I think, I think she knows I her th- own body. I, I think that's a really important thing, though, because obviously historically you might not have had the science, mm-hmm. but you did have women supporting women to give birth. And mm. I'm not saying that women in the 17th century had a better experience of birth because obviously they were dropping like flies. Yeah. But um, I think that m- sort of m- masculine space in medicine um, mm. where women don't have their wishes or their voices or their choices yeah. heard, which, you know, still plays out today, not mm. just in the fifties and sixties. Yeah. I think, I think that's a really important scene to have in there. Um, yeah. And, he, you know, and the way he says things like, don't you worry your pretty little head. Yeah, exactly. Just, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, and, she, and she does say all the things that you want her to say. She's like, um, I am not being hysterical. You know, yeah. She's like having a, this horrendously strong contraction. You're like, I'm not being hysterical. And she's like, I'm just having a fucking contraction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Evil exactly. day. Uh, but it, it is, it's one of the most horrible things you can imagine is like then being put out. Like she's completely put yes, under. Yes, exactly. Like, it's just yeah. horrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it like, and it is just like, and it's playing out almost like in modern day. Like we've, talks about this a lot like women's wishes being taken out of out of their hands and it's happening as we speak and it's 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 yeah just, and, it's just and, so and, and in lot and in lots of and you know in lots of settings and, and we've talked a lot about um and i know i know it's 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 different um but you know things like the britney spears because you know mm. um yeah you know you know obviously my background my experiences um, mental health and mental illness and and to have somebody for so long to have all their like literally all their rights and choices taken away from taken them away, yeah. and and the thing that I think is interesting and and you know again I, I think plays a big part in that is gender and mm. you know that it was a man who was controlling a young yeah. woman's life yeah. um, so I think you know I think that scene is it, it is you know, I'm, I, I'd be interested how other women reacted to that 
scene because I yeah. think it's very telling. I think I think there's a lot of women, whether they've had children or not, who yeah. will be able to relate to that scene. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. 100% it is. And it, and it continues that Claire fighting of, like fighting for herself and yeah. her status when she starts uni and all the men are just like disgusted that she's yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And she's once again just kind of fighting for her presence um, in society and in her choices and what yeah. she wants to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we kind of see a lot play out in, a lot of those themes play out in, in, in the, so to say, present day. Yeah. And then again, and then a little bit then, um, when we go back to Jamie's world, so to speak, we see it in almost in, in contrast to Mary from the previous season, um, who is constantly having her maidenhood decided for her. Um, yeah. She promised every bloody Tom, Dick and Harry that arrives on the street. Yeah. Um, yeah. We see Geneva taking control of that, which I, which I really enjoy, even though we're supposed to, we're we're supposed to dislike her quite a lot, um. But actually, she's I really enjoy her taking control of of, of her situation when she's take, when she just instructs Jamie to take to take her maidenhood. Yeah, like, when she says I, w- I don't want I don't want to be this person who I don't yeah. care about or love to be the person you know that I first have sex with. I think that yeah, I think that's really I think that's really right and interesting. Yeah, it's so um, empowering. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I imagine quite, you know, obviously Jamie is even shocked. So quite unusual for um that time. Um, but I, yeah, I, I quite like her the way she's so, you know, she just stands there and it's like you, you will, you. Know, I don't know what the line is, but she's like, you'll be in my room tonight, and he's like, and he's like, how dare? And she's and she, well, I don't know what he says. And she's like, how dare you speak to me like that? And he's like, how dare you speak to me like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, um, but it is a good scene. I, do, I find that it is enjoyable the way, the way he's, you know, he's Jamie. He's just irresistible, isn't he? Uh, yeah, the exactly. The he takes his bloody top off, he's just going to <laughs> And it just, you know, it's a very moving scene. Um, and he's just yeah, so caring I mean, and gentle. It is, yeah. I mean, it's again, it's it's just sort of showing him in that way that you know you that you know like like well just as I was saying that sort of you know that he's this complex character yeah um, which is why she's intrigued in the first yeah exactly exactly. exactly and and it's like and almost like when I'm watching it here I go my likes again I'm all hearing myself say like all the time now um <laughs> for all we know Sharon People listening to this might be here just for the likes. <laughs> just for the correct likes. Well, that one from Yorkshire, just shut up. <laughs> so we can hear Sharon say like once more. Oh, I doubt it. Um, but uh, I, I watched it this time around thinking, that poor woman. I know she doesn't appear really again after that, but it's it's, imagine having that one night with Jamie, you'd be ruined for the rest of your life. It doesn't matter yeah. what, it's like, you're being, you, she, after that, having to move on to anyone else after that, you're just, what a disaster. Well, I um, mean, and especially as when you, you finally see the person, you know, when you see the person that she oh, has, to, has, to, has marry. to marry. Um Absolutely. You know, horrid. Yeah. 
for sure. Horrid. Um, for sure. But yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot that crops up in this first six episodes, um, for sure. And then we have and we have some interesting, uh, which I find actually fashion faves. Do, do you want to move on to fashion faves? Yeah, let's move on to fashion faves. Yeah, I mean, I'm conscious. I'm conscious of of how long we could talk about this first half of the season. But yeah, fashion faves. I mean, oh, there's a there's a there's a few which I wasn't expecting at all. Yeah, um, yeah, I really wasn't, and um, and some of them, and one of the ones that, that I wasn't expecting actually, was this is the first time for me that that Jamie's outfits come into it. I, I love his groomsman outfits. Um, yeah, really, really beautiful. These like really beautiful wool leather weight, or sorry, wool waistcoats, and then he's got these like like pieces of leather against the wool. Yeah, the, the, the aprons. I just, yeah, I really, really enjoyed a lot of his groomsman, his groomsman stuff, and that's the first, the the first time something that Jamie's worn that I just thought, oh, that's that's really nice, and um, I really enjoyed uh, Frank's three piece suit at Claire's graduation and his his specs. I, I find yeah, I think I liked I liked the glasses as well. Yeah I, yeah. I yeah, I don't think there was much fashion that jumped out for me in this apart from the whole Batman sewing yeah, montage. That was you know, really I just good. I, I I do like a bit of utilitarian um outfitting and the fact that we made that into a montage that it was, was so from good. a raincoat into a you know 17th century outfit was genius. Yeah. Um yeah, though otherwise, yeah, wasn't there wasn't a lot. Um I do I just, love I, I just think they make Claire's I just don't think they make Claire's sort of sixties outfits great. I just no, think they make her a little bit all. too frumpy. They're I just mean, the, I, the only the, thing is her, her dressing gown once and that's it. There's nothing in yeah, there. Nothing they, yeah. they had so her much to work is with. Great. I think her makeup is great. Yeah. There's a few few things that Geneva wears um that are quite pretty, just technically really lovely embroidery and things like that but otherwise not a whole lot like the main thing that stood out for me was was some of Jamie's groomsmen outfits which I but yeah that's which is which is sad uh but yeah you're right the definite highlight is is the Batman montage yeah it's 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 genius it's it really is I'm not gonna say it's up there with Bouncer's Dream from Neighbours (laughs) <laughs> and we might have literally lost half of our audience. Just go, just look, go to YouTube, do Bouncer's Dream, Neighbours. You'll see what we're talking about, which is a completely wild bit that is thrown into an Australian soap opera. It's not up there with Bouncer's Dream, but, I mean, it is kind of strange and not and very tonally unexpected for Outlander. But I'm here for it. I really loved it. Um, yeah. You know, anybody who's putting a lot of pockets into an outfit, happy to watch. And- and then we we kind of finish with our hate, which we both yeah. struggled with again. Yeah, and I feel like we've kind of talked about them already to some degree with Frank's sort of change of personality, and mm. and, and I suppose I suppose the hate I think for me is is the fact that two people who know their own minds conform to society and don't split up when they would have been much happier if they split up. Yeah. Agreed. I think that's I think that's that's the main one for me, which is you know a bit. Apologies, everybody. It's a bit big. Um, yeah, Roger's not hateful enough in this first half of the season yet. 
with plenty we'll of time worry. for that in the next couple don't of don't worry <laughs> we will get there we'll get there um <laughs> So for this, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I tried, I tried to find things that I found hateful about Roger and I, and there weren't enough of them. No, um, I don't think so. It's just very dull. Um, same again. Yeah, I think we talked about it, like the OBGYN. Yeah. Just really, I, I, I do definitely have a level of hatred for him, um, which I think is, is the idea what they would behind him. That yeah. Definitely meant to be. And but do you know do you know okay sorry this isn't a hate at all this is just a side thing, um that because it was a hate for me in the wedding episode was the fact that Jamie keeps his boots on, and that's <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I noticed of that episode with A Malcolm is the fact that they're the first things to come off. Yeah, but do you know what when you said that to me I was like right I'm going to really pay attention to these <laughs> boots and it's because. They have got fastenings on them rather than having to be pulled off like those little yeah. boots were. And I just feel like really what Outlander is, is <laughs> like a fashion history through the lens of how easy it is to have sex. <laughs> because, oh. because those boots are like you can genuinely sit down and take them off and not look unsexy. Whereas yeah. those big massive ones he'd have been hopping around the room yeah trying to drag one of them off for 25 <laughs> minutes like completely like killed the, the mood like on the bed going claire come on give me a give me yeah, a hand exactly. here turn around just just let me push against you and you pull i'll push <laughs> you pull <laughs> oh yeah it was just it's so funny i was like i hadn't noticed before but the fact that we've talked about it so much i know i know um, Jamie's boot coming off the minute she walks into the room. Boom, exactly. No, they, Jamie's yeah. barefoot. A few um, clasps and it's sorted. <laughs> these, these first first few episodes of season three, I really did enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot it's, there. It's a, uh, yeah, it, yeah, there's a lot. And I think it's also like the writers kind of hitting their stride and being a bit playful sometimes, but also, you know, keeping people on tenterhooks. You know, yeah. like you said, like you said, you know, like the cliffhanger of freedom and whiskey, and then yeah. you know having to wait for a Malcolm, and you know, it's just stuff like that. Really, really good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I was really excited about the these first six. I'm not. I'm not as excited about the next half. But yeah, let's see I mean, what it brings I, I, up. I, I, yeah, I mean, to be honest, yeah, I think there's a lot in there for us to probably dive into. I mean, there always is, Ruth. Come on, we're going to... Let's be fair, there always is. <laughs> and and people are just like, how are they talking about this stuff and not mentioning X, Y, and Z? If there's things that we haven't mentioned, get in touch, let us know. Yeah, please do. And we will bring them up um, in future episodes. So yeah. if you do, if you do uh, notice something, you're like, how do they not talk about this? Please yeah. let us know. Um, we, we've, had, we've had, I think, on our socials, some of our first kind of feedback from people mm. which has been delightful yeah really um, helpful and it's, and it's been all positive and lovely but you know it doesn't have to be I mean don't insult us that would be upsetting um <laughs> but you know if you disagree with us let us know because yeah let that us would know. be interesting e- to talk about yeah email in 10thingsoutlander at gmail.com yeah. or yeah follow us on our socials and yeah you can get we're on instagram 10 things i hate just yeah find us we but, really yeah, don't we really don't know <laughs> no idea I mean, we, we got us. very 
excited when lots of people started to listen to episodes <laughs> over Christmas. We still yeah. don't know how that happened. But it's it's been exciting. But yeah, c- join us, exciting. follow us. We're on Instagram, 10 Things Outlander. If you want uh, to join us for our next six episodes, it will be the second half of season three from Creme de Monde to Eye of the Storm. So please do uh, follow us along for episode seven, is it? Or eight, eight. Episode eight. eight coming up soon. Eight. Yeah. 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 Join Just, us. See you, see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, see you soon. <laughs>